Hello and welcome to uh, Wrong Opinions Only Big Brother Edition Week 2. So uh, this season for Big Brother 24, Kayla and myself are going to be doing a little different than we have for the previous seasons and the previous Survivor podcast. We're thinking we're going to go every other week we'll give you a podcast and the in-between weeks we will have some type of Instagram live either after Wednesday's episode, before Thursday's, something that we will promote through our Instagram, so make sure you keep an eye out for that. But just some housekeeping right off the bat before we get into the season. We have a new scoring system this year, Kayla, which you've given me some feedback on that you might not be the happiest of, but guess what? This is the way to go, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay, so the scoring so far for this season, and feel free to write in with any suggestions and we'll take it into consideration. Uh, HOH, you get three points. A veto win, you get a point. If you get saved from the block, you get a point. If you're in a named alliance, which is critical since we already have 712 alliances two weeks into Seriously. this game. If you are in a showmance, if you cry in the diary room or in a confessional, if you have to wear a costume as a result of a competition or a twist, so some of these ones that they get for punishments, we're going to reward you because that's always fun to watch. If they win money or a trip, if they win an America's vote or some type of advantage through an America's vote, if you make the jury, you get a point. You make top four, you get two points. The winner gets an extra three. And if you win America's favorite player at the end of the season, two extra points. So we tried to kind of spread it out this year so it wasn't just, okay, if you have the person who made it all the way to the end, you automatically won. Went with more of a survivor format where you can get points through each episode so you can focus on things a little more clearly. Make sense, Kayla? Um, mostly. Mostly. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I agree with most of them. <laughs> <laughs> so we are recording this podcast, our first pod of the season for Big Brother, after Wednesday's episode. Wednesday, what are we, July 20th this today, Kayla? Yes. Yeah. And we'll be releasing this uh, tomorrow morning, Thursday. So the intent is during these podcasts is to get an episode out before the Thursday Big Brother episode where we break down the week, who we think's going home, our thoughts, yada, yada. And then the alternating weeks, we will have a live session. So just something to keep an eye out for. So before getting into actual gameplay and the run through of the week, just your initial thoughts, Kayla, on your second season of Big Brother. You, you glad you started watching this show with me for the podcast? Or are you hating every minute of it and just despising me every chance you get? Let's just say your taste in reality shows has never been more in question. Oh, my God. The person who watches all these love after Let's lockup see. shows. Let's see. The first season I ever watched, all of the black castmates had to create an alliance from day one just to make sure that they could make it to the end due to the history of Big Brother never having a black winner in 22 seasons. This is my first season. Now the first season after that, my now second season, <laughs> results in canceled episodes, someone getting pulled from the show, live feeds being down, all in an effort to hide the microaggressions and racist behavior towards Taylor, a black woman. So Justin, sell me on the show again. So uh, I'm going to just Am I go in the most problematic back-to-back -back seasons, or is this apparently a culmination of rough behavior leading up to this? You tell me. I don't so know. So I thought last season was more... I don't think it was problematic. I think last season was kind of a triumph, right? They kind mm -hmm. of overcame those things. And this season is back to some of the earlier seasons. Um, I've never seen it this aggressively, but there wasn't as much social media 
back in the day, mm. right? So now they have the live feeds that anybody can watch. They have all these live Twitter feeds. And Twitter, which is never in agreement on anything, like ever, especially a TV show like Big Brother. I've learned. It yes. is universally in agreement that Taylor is getting bullied the hell out of this season. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of, like you said, microaggressions being taken out on her. And maybe not intentionally because she's a black woman, but probably subconsciously because she's yeah, a yeah, black yeah, woman, yeah. right? I feel confident that, yeah. And what I've seen on Twitter is that I hate most of the people in the house, except for like Kyle, who seems genuine. Yeah. Indy hasn't really said anything of problematic nature yet, that I've no. noticed yet. Um, Taylor, I'm liking more and more each week of yes. the episodes airing yes. because she has some self-awareness and she is realizing that, okay, she may have come off a little too much early on and she's mm -hmm. trying to pare it back a little, it appears. But this is all over the place. This is a shit show season so far. And I'm intrigued to see how CBS pulls this whole thing together to finish it up. Even today is Wednesday and Thursday is supposed to be the live vote, which has now become a two-hour Sunday episode. Again, I think the editors are working overtime. They're in the back room like, you will not sleep. You will not eat. Like, watching the feeds. I don't know if they're trying to make some things apparent to the cast in a way that's like, I want to make sure you guys all have jobs at the end of this and people that want to talk to you after this. I don't like, I don't watch the live feeds. Twitter is a shit show as far as like <laughs> trying to follow everyone's opinion. This is just a wild show. On top of that, the show has different hours when it's on like three times a week. Um, wild. This show is truly the wildest thing. And the live episodes. I but mean, is I it not entertaining, those. Kayla? Is it not entertaining? It's not worth it. No, no. The the the. All right, right. you could you just calm down over there. Calm <laughs> you down. You my there. thoughts. I mean, those are my thoughts. This this show is rough to follow. Like I've never worked harder to follow a show <laughs> in my life. This season, love is... after lockup, so much easier. They yeah, are you don't in jail. have to think watching that show. This exactly, some they're out of. That's why you watch reality shows. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh, Kayla. Tammy knows. Tammy knows. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll have to get uh, my mom Tammy on here at some point. So let's go through a quick run through of this week, because mm -hmm. as I said, if you missed our week one recap, it is on our Instagram. Check it out. I posted our, uh, our like 15, 20 minute live chat after week one. So feel free. So we're just going to kind of run in through week two here, and then we'll get into a deeper dive after I do the run through. The HOH this week was Jasmine after she freaking rolled her ankle and makes it look like she needs it amputated. Absolutely absurd. Her nominations were Taylor and Pooch, who Pooch nominated himself to try yeah. to get some weird early move to get Taylor out and backdoor her. And then Taylor was like, I understand if you have to put me up because you want to use me as a pawn. So they kind of both walked into it. The backstage pass is just completely out the door. That fell through when Paloma had a mental breakdown and left the show. Uh, the Ooh, veto, you had um, <laughs> Michael won the veto this week. Back-to-back -back wins for Michael and decided not to use it because he did not want to create a ruckus in the house, even though it is pretty clear that he's one of the only people that really has Taylor's back. I understood it was best for his game as far as like going with majority early on. I did feel bad for Taylor just not to have some sort of proof, like foundation of like someone trying to help her out. So in that way, I was kind of sad about it. But, but I did enjoy this week that he was talking to HOH, mm -hmm. he was talking to a bigger group, and he threw out ideas to try to help Taylor. Hey, what if I take Taylor down, put up Joseph, 
bromance is up there. We guarantee Pooch or Joseph go home. They don't have time to campaign because they're going to be going against each other. Don't have to worry about this falling through. Jasmine, you know, went the coward way out and said, oh, no, I don't want to create too many waves too early. Let's just make it uh, go through where Pooch has no idea. I thought like maybe she left it up to Michael like when it was after and she's like, Michael decided not to. I don't know if she was just saying that to take it off of her, but I got the impression that like she was like, good idea. And like Michael ultimately decided to just leave it as is and said like, I'm just going to do it for Jasmine. Maybe, you know, I feel like uh, Jasmine had a conversation and said, Mm. you know, I prefer it this way, but if you make that other move, I would be okay. Like she framed it in a way where she wouldn't be too happy, Mm. but she'd go with it is what my guess is. Because Michael, as we know from the beginning, he's a super fan. He is, he's really thinking about the long-term game. And if he takes off, Taylor puts up Joseph immediately creates an enemy of these like quote unquote like strong guy competitors Mm -hmm. who are all trying to formulate their ridiculous alliances there's like 12 of all of them in the same thing with one extra person or one less person guess what it doesn't work when there's a million damn alliances and you're in all of them with the same five people like that's pointless you need to either spread out or just have a couple people you're tight with and then a bigger overall group it makes no sense. It means nothing just when you are in a million alliances with all the same people. It just baffles me. No, because you're it's gonna be you're setting yourself up for betrayal or going against it. Like there's no way it's kinda like Frenchie trying to make last season make a alliance with everyone. It just doesn't work. No, it doesn't work. And following the uh, some of the Twitter live feeds, I haven't been watching the actual live feed streams. It is seeming like people are freaking out in this house. We knew the Paloma thing we talked about week one. She had what appeared to be a mental break. She wasn't sleeping. She was freaking out and she left for quote unquote personal reasons. Mm -hmm. So maybe she got evaluated and they were like, mentally, we don't think it's safe. Or maybe she asked to leave because she couldn't handle it. They haven't provided more information on that. So it seems like it is probably a personal issue. And now we're seeing that. Daniel is badgering Taylor online. Everything I'm seeing is he's saying she doesn't deserve to live like a normal person. She deserves to be on slop. She's stalking me, walking around the house, asking me questions. He just seems, based on Twitter, like you. this has not come across nearly as much on the actual episodes each week as a complete, conceited douchebag. Even uh, this episode, I did notice that he was barely in it and had, like, one comment cut in the end. Of course, against Taylor. But I'm like, they're really hiding Daniel when they were pretty heavily featuring him in the past few episodes. Obviously because of his HOH, but also just in general. Yeah, I wonder if production, like you said earlier, they're they're trying to edit around the bullying that the internet is saying is happening. Because we're not seeing that. On the actual shows, besides a couple comments here and there. But what I'm seeing online is much more aggressive. And I got to say, I didn't appreciate Julie Chen, who I think may be a robot at this point. (laughs) She said she had made a point in an interview to say that, you know, and I I believe that as far as people go on to Big Brother and they're not always the best versions of themselves. Yeah. It's the same on any reality show. You have one version of how you're going to play and you do another. See it on Survivor all the time. But she made a comment in like one of the episodes about... Like, she just kind of reiterated that live that, you know, like, people tend to, you know, and I'm just like... They're isolated. They don't know what to do. They freak out. They're not the people that we interviewed to make sure they were stable enough to come I on know, the show. I know. It's enough that you're 
seemingly the live feeds keep going down because people are watching and commenting on things and you don't want them to do that, obviously. So there has to be something there. Yeah. And one thing I read just before we started this pod is apparently um, Daniel and Terrence went to or talked to production in the diary room and started complaining about Taylor singing too much in the house. And Daniel said, this should be fair and equal for everybody. She should be penalized in this game for singing too much. And apparently production was like, mind your own business and play the game. Like, this is ridiculous. Uh, yeah. So I feel like there's there's been more crossover discussion between the contestants and production of any season I ever remember watching. So I don't know if, if they're having these actual discussions in the house. I know you said one of the rumors is they may have canceled tomorrow's Thursday episode in order to have sensitivity training for the cast. Yeah, I think they're trying to stem the bleed. I mm -hmm. think they're trying to realize, like, we this is the whole show is based off the live component. We can't hide these live feeds forever. People pay, you know, yeah. to see the live feeds. So they're realizing it can't work for a whole season. But at the same time, they're realizing, like, people are going down for this. So if they keep kind of creating holes for themselves. So they kind of have to, what it seems like, intercede a bit in the game as much as they can without, you know, interfering in gameplay. This is probably like, you know, a wild situation, obviously, for everyone working on the show, but it's like... It's got to be a nightmare to work on it when there's oh, a live yeah. component 24-7 and a live, like, edited episode every Correct. week. Correct. Yeah, like, yeah. And that's the factor, that's the risk you take with having a show that's live. That's why they're one of the very, very, very few, if not only, live shows that do this? Like yeah, I feel like there's one of the shows that's on like seven days a week, like one of those like Love Boy Island things. Oh, okay. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't watch those. <laughs> no, no. So yeah, so that's the that's why they don't do it because they don't you know other shows don't have to worry about this. So that's the rescue take. But man, this is between the Paloma stuff. Which is she in a CBS like lockdown? Like I hope <laughs> she's somewhere good. I don't. Hopefully know. she's safe and healthy now. Yeah, like, seriously. I, like I thought the she's the one who kind of started. All of yes. this drama with the hatred towards Taylor and the bullying for really no reason. She just took words, twisted them in a, a very aggressive way, turned them around, and then just turned it on everybody without really giving any context. And everybody just kind of followed her, like, willingly. Like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. We hate her now, too. It's yeah, just so weird. Are, I think early on, people are always waiting for one person to stand out true, and true. kind of dictate the game. And that could either go well and then go wrong. Um just a wild freaking show, man, this season, supposedly. Yeah, absolutely crazy season so far. Uh, so let's do a quick status update on our teams after uh, almost two weeks here. I have 13 points, and my team is Kyle, Monty, Taylor, Amira, Daniel, and Brittany. I was really rooting for Monty the beginning of the season. Mm -hmm. I've soured on him. He seems kind of like a bully in this as well and very much like one of the stereotypical, uh, you know, jock bro dudes mm -hmm. who just wants to talk to the other uh, jack guys and have alliances with them and not care about creating yeah. relationships with anybody else. Daniel, as I said, really soured on him. He just, he seems just unbearable, honestly. I, I can't can't deal, if the stuff that I'm seeing online is true, and it can't all be false, right? There's so much shit on, on the him right now. The craziest part is that I haven't yet seen anyone... That's another thing that I think they're editing is apparently from what we're seeing there, no one is aware of this. Like 
each other and what they're doing. Not even Taylor. There's fully. no comments on like what Daniel's saying. There's no, you know, nothing. So I have to feel like that's being worked on. Yeah, hopefully. And I, the weird thing is you have Daniel and Nicole are, are a duo, right? They're the mm-hmm. rogue rats or whatever they are is their alliance. Nicole strikes me as the type of person that she's not going to put up for unnecessary bullying. And there was the issue episode two or something where Paloma came to her and was basically like, Taylor's a bitch. Let's get her out. And she responded with, have you talked to her about this? Are right. you sure that's what she said? And was very calm and to the point. And it just seems like she wants all the information. She's a former cop, I believe. She's yes. now a private chef. And I can't imagine, is Daniel saying this stuff to her and she's not responding? Is she part of it? Because I, I just, maybe I need to watch the live yes, feeds and figure yeah. it out for myself. Good luck. Yeah, it's too much. It's too <laughs> much. You're just going to see, uh, I think, kitten pictures. I don't know, whatever they show you when they're down. Yeah, I don't know. My mom told me about the uh, the Joker's update site, oh. which apparently gives you everything written out that uh, the contestants are saying to each other, and oh, you can helpful. just read it for specific episodes, specific people, time periods. So maybe I'll have to play around with that to see, get the full context of some of these things I'm seeing on Twitter. Because you know, Twitter can turn into its own beast. Oh, yes. So yes. you can't take everything at full value there. It's just, it's so united. It's so weird to me. You never see it united Base like that value, online. Yes. Um, so for your team, Kayla, you have Michael, Jasmine, Nicole, Indy, Terrence, and Pooch. Mm-hmm. And you have 17 points through the first couple weeks. So you got a, a little bit of a lead on me here thanks to Michael kind of stealing the show so yeah, far. Yeah, I'm going to need it because I think Pooch is obviously in the hot seat right now. Well, so is Taylor. So so, so is Taylor, but I don't know. I don't know. If, I still don't know yet if this is kind of show where everyone seems to be going for Pooch. So that means Taylor's in danger. I don't know. Yeah. So I that's what I thought the whole time. They don't use the veto, they're actually going to switch this and go back to get Taylor out. But based on what we're seeing, like everybody is really wants to get Pooch out as a threat. It just seems weird to me that they didn't make that move to put Joseph up next to Pooch to ensure one of them goes home. It gives Pooch time to really campaign against Taylor here and people like him more than her. Mm -hmm. So he has a much better chance to change people's minds than she does. Yeah. As much as I want him to save Taylor, just to be like, she has a friend here. Um, I do think it probably was best for him not to, because he wouldn't have come after Jasmine. He, you know, Joseph or Pooch, they would have come after Michael. So, and then that would have angered Monty. That would have angered Kyle. That would have angered. And Michael's not, I don't think has the most solid footing with the guys. So, Definitely not. And one of the things this episode today I thought was a little odd, you had Michael in there with most of the girls, Mm -hmm. including, uh, I think Taylor was in there too, talking about trying to get Pooch out. And Daniel was in there. And Daniel said, hey, I want to work with the girls. I don't want to be with all these stereotypical guys that try to run the the show every season. I thought that was a little odd because he seems to be in a lot of alliances with most of those guys. True, true, but girls and gays, tales old as time, you know. Oh, fair, so. fair point. <laughs> That's it, girls and gays. Yes, he said yes. tales old as time. <laughs> Kayla's memoir, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and a chapter. So. Yeah. Oh, that's great. All right, Kayla. So, any other 
big thoughts on this week. Uh, it seems like our eviction is going to come Sunday in this two-hour special. There might be a new twist incorporated. But besides the drama, we haven't had a lot to work off of because Paloma left without an eviction. So we don't even have anybody that's voted yet. Correct. So people could just be saying shit to people's faces, but behind the scenes have no intention right. of following through. Right. We have right. no idea. Yeah, I still don't have a total sense of the dynamics. I mean, I do and I don't as far as like who's really sticking to what they're saying because we haven't had the action of a vote um, or their like confession, like what they might say. Um, yeah, I so for my team, like loving Michael, I'm hoping he gets right to the end. He's fun to watch. Jasmine, He's fun to root for. Uh, rough, rough HOH for her. Nicole, I don't know where I land on her yet. She's kind of. She's talking to people, but I don't get the sense like, I mean, she's with Dan, which is also crazy to like have this rogue rats from like day one and be like, this is the person I trust to the end. Like, Yeah. What? How many um final two alliances were made within the first like eight hours in Seriously. the house? It was insane. And she's already confided intel to him. So like, I don't trust Daniel to keep doing no the chance. same for Nicole, no even chance. though he says it. So um, Terrence is just there for good. He's, he's there for a good time then a long time. <laughs> And Pooch, I mean, listen, I don't know. I really want to see Pooch go home. This, like, I like Pooch as a character. Obviously, I want Taylor <laughs> to stay. Yeah. But for him, for Joseph to go to him and be like, yo, it'd be smart for the girls to get you out this week as a competitor. And he's like, you're an idiot. He's basically like, you're stupid. I have the votes. This is just a formality. And then turns to Turner after he leaves and goes, Man, I love him, but he's so damn stupid. He has no idea what's going on in this game. And just that arrogance and level of, I guess, strength he thinks he has over the game, I want to see him brought down so many pegs to it, be the first actual person evicted. It reminds me of that um, good-looking guy last season who also got, like, surprised at the end. Like, he, remember, he thought, like, the whole time he was safe right up till he got voted out. I forget his name. It was one of the earlier weeks. But, Late season black. But yeah, same thing. Like, he was totally stunned. Like, the whole time the joke was that whole week that he had no clue that he was about to go in. He was so confident that that he was beloved. And Maybe uh, attractive guys should look internally where they know, just think they are running shit all the time. They think they're smarter than they are. Brent, Brent Champagne oh, last Brent, season. Yeah. Remember the whole week? He was yep. like, like oh, he good. thought he was golden. Yep. Until they said you're going home, he totally believed that he was safe. He was stunned when his <laughs> name kept getting read. So, so yeah, I feel like he's going on the way. It'd be bad for my game, of course, to lose so. But however, we do have so many six and six, so it's like only we inevitable. went six and six so that we could each go three guys, three girls this year instead of having it weighted yes. one way or another. Gives us more points to root for, but it also means there's only a handful of people that four people actually that we weren't able to pick. Right, so and one was, already left, so... Yeah, Paloma, Turner, Alyssa, and Joseph. Right. And Joseph like, looks like a strong competitor, but we both looked at his profile photo and we're like, this guy looks like an ass. Yeah, when he um, looks at his shirtless body and goes, you think I got this from Pi? I'm like, get out of here, Joseph. Yeah, get out of here, dude. He's a strong competitor, but I haven't quite seen... He has not like yet won something. No. So... Overrated. To be determined. Get but, out of here, Joseph. But yeah, that's that's my thoughts as far as this week. All right, so let's get into our categories this week, Kayla. Yes. Who do you have as your winner of the week? Michael. Yeah, I agree. It's got to be Michael, Michael this week. He uh, 
He he was in a real danger the first week, got himself out of it with Daniel, clearly so gung-ho about getting him out. He won it again. I think he needs to be careful because the spotlight might be on him as far as winning these vetoes, even though he's yet to win, you know, the more serious HOH comp, hoping for next time. And he's just, he's looking great. I mean, he's a nice guy. He he was upfront with Taylor about not necessarily guaranteeing he was going to save, which I appreciated. Like, seems like a good guy. Yeah, you know, I know he's on your team, but I'm hoping he stays in the game a while because yeah. he, he's fun to watch. He clearly knows the game. He knows how to formulate strategy without coming across too aggressively. So I would agree with you on that front. What about your loser of the week? I can take this one first. I, I think, think we'll I'm going to... the same. Huh? I think we'll have the same. Who's yours? Pooch. I think Pooch, maybe, but my loser of the week is Daniel. Oh, well, yeah, if we take Yeah, I'm taking that into consideration because after the first episode, I'm like, oh, Daniel seems pretty cool. And what I'm seeing online, it's I've just lost all kind of respect for him at this point. Yeah. So he is my loser because the fall from grace was very quick. Right, right, (laughs) from like that day one. Yeah. I'm going to go Pooch just because I really think he's going to be stunned on Sunday's episode. Hope Maybe he'll get an inkling beforehand, as he should have. Uh, with this conversation with Joseph, but he's not looking the brightest right now. Who's going to leak something? Because somebody's going to leak something, and then he's going to freak out because he's going to realize he could be going home, and then he's going to campaign against Taylor, and then we'll see what happens. So of the people that are planning to vote him out, is it Terrence? Because Terrence... I can see Kyle. Nice guy, Kyle. Kyle find out, though? Who tells Kyle? Kyle wasn't in the room when they were talking about getting rid of Pooch. So somebody says something to Kyle, Mm. and Kyle goes, oh, shit. Maybe Terrence, maybe Terrence the mastermind. Yeah, they don't yeah. they don't even notice he's in the room listening. Yeah, yeah. He hears something and he goes, Yo, Pooch, they're gunning for exactly. you. Exactly. They might, might. They got alliance there. So so yeah, well I guess we'll see. All right. What about your biggest surprise or mistake of the week? We're combining this category because there was a lot of overlap last season. So any big surprise or mistake this week? I think the obvious one is week two, Pooch. Decides to nominate himself to do some elaborate backdoor on somebody that would have been voted out anyway. I I understand what he was doing, though, as far as, like, everyone seems to be gunning for Taylor. Like Too early. But if if I'm going to have the best chance of being a pawn, this seems like the simplest. But that would make sense, like, weeks into the game. Not this soon like, and if taylor you, has proven she's going to win these competitions there's no reason to try to backdoor taylor week two yeah. she hasn't like dominated anything and then he was just like oh well i'll win the veto obviously what do you mean obviously you no, haven't won shit no, yet no bartering no like will you you know being asked to do it in exchange for something like no leverage just thought like everyone seems to like me no one seems to like taylor i guess this is like the best chance like also, sometimes when you offer yourself to be a pawn, you keep getting asked until you're no longer. Yeah, once you set that precedent, once you're on the block, like, willingly, mm-hmm. every HOH is like, hey, you mind going up again? Clearly, you're not going home. I mean, you just went through last week and stayed. So, yeah, it was a it was a weird move by Pooch. Was that your same uh, biggest surprise mistake? Yeah, I just, yeah. I, yeah, that he really stuck to it and seemed to not worry at all, even though it's only on the second week, like... No one's safe in their position right now other than... H-O-H. Right. Yep. <laughs> All right. So what about predictions for next week? Are we going to have a... Did they say what Sunday is? Did they say it's like a double eviction? Yeah, it's like... Uh, no, I don't no? think it's a double. It's just, I just a two-hour two special. Hour, okay. Yeah. Um, I think Pooch is 
ticket is up. Um, I really hope so. He's on my team, so bummer to lose, be the first one to lose someone. But I don't know. I I'm not too precious with Pooch, really. So, and I want Taylor to stay because I think she's more interesting. So, and I'm hoping to have like an underdog story for her. I am in a hundred percent agreement with you. That's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping nothing shifts that in the house. And then I think you're gonna see if Pooch goes home, somebody like Monty, like really gung go gung-ho, is that mm. the right term, for uh, HOH next week. And if he wins HOH, who's he throwing up? He's throwing up Taylor again. Yeah. And who else? Not a it, guy. This will be then an eviction and HOH in yes. theory in the same night. Yeah, okay. it should be. Yeah. I would think. yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I could see that. I'm hoping Michael gets it. But again, two vetoes and HOH. If their eyes are on him, I, they're just not looking. He's going to have to scale back his game a little bit here. The positive for him is only six people play in the veto. So he's not going to be selected for veto every time unless he's on the block or HOH. So that will have to pair back. Mm-hmm. But it's still early. You can't risk not going hard after an HOH right now. Especially like if a Monty or a Kyle or somebody in that like uh, Joseph in that alliance wins. They're going after Taylor and either one of the girls or Michael. So right, right. Because Daniel didn't uh, threaten them at all I during his HOH, Terrence so he's too, safe because it, he doesn't have any alliances really with anyone. So. True. You know, if you, as far as like Terrence, having with, a Terrence is an easy one to put up. Yeah, poor Terrence. Oh, DJ Terrence. You <laughs> DJ know, DJ Terrence. Give us give DJ Terrence some respect. Also, Terrence, I recommend you do something to help you in the game. Talk to people in the mm-hmm. freaking house. I have not. I've seen him have two conversations the entire two weeks. Like, dude, go talk. Campaign for yourself. Try to make alliances. Try to be like, hey, uh, if I win this, I'll take you off the block. Just even if you know you're not going to win, make these promises that mean nothing because to somebody else they could mean something. Like if he went in, he goes, yo, pooch, I really don't want to see you go home. I'm gunning for this. I'll take you off the block. He, he's not going to win that competition. But guess what? Pooch goes, you know what? Terrence has my back. Maybe I'll protect him next time. Listen, he may not have been super graceful as a mermaid, merman, but <laughs> you know what? He could redeem himself by, I don't know, forming a connection in the house. So I'm hoping for Terrence is on my team, Terrence. So get it together, okay, buddy? Figure it out, man. All right. Any other closing thoughts for week two of Big Brother 24, Kayla? Honestly, it's been a real rough two weeks. So <laughs> let's see what three weeks bring. Perhaps the end of the dynasty, one could hope. Dynasty of what, Kayla? Oh, nothing. Anywho. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you're doing there. All right. Well, that's it for Wrong Opinions Only Big Brother edition. Make sure you check out our Instagram for our live feed next week. Well, that's it for this episode of Wrong Opinions Only. Please follow us on Instagram at Wrong Opinions Only and on Twitter at Wrong Opinions JK, where we'll be dropping some clues and hints to upcoming episodes. Until then, JK out.